You're listening to End of the Real. Oh my god! G'day everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of End of the Real. Blah. Ethan is my co-host. Hi. And today we're doing the movie A View to a Kill. It's a James Bond film with Roger Moore. It's actually his last film. I think he was 57 when filming or 58 when he and quit, you, you something can, like that. You can see how old he is He, You know, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who did the James Bond before him? Scottish guy. Uh, Sean Connery? Yeah, so Sean Connery is quoted as saying, Roger Moore shouldn't be doing the role. He's too old. Someone who should be is more that like... Sean Connery? Yeah, I'm Sean Connery. It's, uh, it's not, it's not good. great. It's not good. It's not great. But it, he's, he's quoted as saying like, oh, it should be someone who's like 30s, in like in his like mid-30s should be doing it. Not pushing 60. Yeah, and he even says, he's like, I shouldn't be doing it. It would definitely make it less creepy when he's, all the underage girls are like trying to sleep with him. Well, not underage, but they're like, I think at one point he found out his co-star's mother was older than him. Uh, was younger than him. Yeah, and that 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 made it scary for him. And uh, you know, I don't blame it. I, you know, he, he even he can see that's creepy at this yeah. stage. That's a good sign that you're like, uh, it's getting a bit weird now. We should probably change. I mean, it. the whole film is weird. I, I will say, while this is the worst James Bond I've ever seen, mm-hmm. this is definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen. No, like I honestly, when I was, when I saw it on IMBD or Rotten Tomatoes, had as like a thirty percent, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Maybe a 40% or a 50%. Like, it's not good. No, the movie is... definitely the worst James Bond I've seen, but it's not a bad movie. I think the problem is that you've got a lot of old white British guys in this movie, and they really, was like... Was that deliberate? They like, play did into... they see how old Roger Moore was and were like, we've got to have every other dude be as old or older than him? Yeah, I think so. Because I think the youngest guy... Uh... The youngest of the primary cast seems to be um, our bad guy almost. Yeah, who looks like he's in his early 40s. Yeah, what's his name again? Max uh, Soren. No, the actor's name. Oh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Yeah, he plays a empty bad guy. He doesn't have any great speeches. He, he doesn't plays, seem to be interested in much. He he's just, just a wants complete to psycho. make money by blowing up uh, Silicon Valley. Well, you see, the thing is, though, the Nazi scientist engineered him like that for yeah. the Russians. He's, oh, no, no, no. So... The Nazi scientists created Max Zorin for the mm-hmm. Nazis because uh, mm-hmm. he was born from the concentration camps. Then they were snatched by the KGB who trained him and supplied him with money so that he could start up a business in well, America. No, I thought the Nazi scientists got snatched up, went to Germany, uh, Russia, and then in Russia they made him. No, I was pretty sure he was made in Germany. No, I and think he took him with him as well. I think he's German engineered made in Russia. No, because he's like 35 years old or something. They make a point that is like, yeah. oh, he's just old enough to get out of the No, but he's still, got, he's still got the German guy with him. That's his German yeah, yeah, papa. Yeah, it's his dad. Yeah, it's but his... he's the scientist. Yeah. He's actually based off the German scientist dude. Uh... Mengele or whatever. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's actually get <laughs> into this. The, the, the thing with this movie is, though, it's just that it's not a it's good James Bond. Filler. It's right. not a good James Bond movie because they're so old that it's mostly filler. You're following around a lot of old dudes just kind of going like, hmm, horses are kind of cool. Let's all go to the horse races, Bond. Yes. Well, I can do the horse races. And yeah. Like, okay, so we start off the film and it's pretty cool. The, to, let's give the little credit where credit's due. Overall, it still has some James Bond scenes in it with stunt doubles, okay? 
Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's all yeah. stunt. Even the entire first half, like, the entire start of the movie with the, um, with the, the skiing. Section. Yeah. yeah. That's the best part of the movie. And he's skiing down the hill and he's in, uh, he's in Siberia. Escaping the Russians. Escaping the Russians. Skiing down the hill. And there's tense music the whole way. And then halfway down, one of his skis break and he starts snowboarding instead. And it switches to Beach Boy music as he's like uh, snowboarding. And this was good. This is good. It was kind of good. Yeah, it was funny. It was good. It It was good. And the thing is, though, none of the primary cast were in that scene. Yeah. It's all stunt doubles. Occasionally, it'll cut to a picture this of old guy's face on yeah. an obviously fake background. And the, yeah. but that's the that's where I'll give some credit. Stunt doubles and the stunts in this film, which are obviously all done by stunt doubles, except for actually one. I didn't realize this. Mm-hmm. Um, the stunts are still good. The yeah. action, the action is actually really good. When and the, there is action, the problem is that you've got like these little pieces of uh, James Bond action in between huge swaths of just nothing. Old guys pretending to be asleep. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, there it. Are, there, I think there's multiple times where he pretends to be asleep or unconscious. Yeah, and people like to sleep in this movie and sleep with him. Old men like their naps. You know, he had at this point uh, in time with the James Bonds, he had them. It was like this, and I think uh, I can't remember what the other one was. Was a draw with the most amount of women that he gets to sleep with. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see, there's the Siberian woman at the start. There's four. Grace Jones. Yep, that's two. The American woman. Uh-huh. Who's the four? The Russian. Oh, the Russian woman. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes. Does Austin Powers take directly from that when he's in the uh, bathtub with the Japanese, the Japanese bathtub with the Italian woman? I don't know. Austin Powers is far superior movie. Oh, yeah. It's oh, much yeah. better than this. This movie, the problem is it's just kind of boring. You know, mm. that's what it's going to come down to. Sorry to spoil the rest of the podcast, but it's just kind of boring. Boring interspersed with, like, silly bits. Yes. So, they in the opening, he, he finds this computer chip, and it turns out that the Russians are manufacturing a chip that the British have just invented, which means that one of their suppliers is feeding information to the Russians. And it's like, okay, he's going to find out where the chips are coming from. Yeah. Is that when he gets no. in his submarine? When he gets in his submarine with the Union Jack on the top. Oh, that's the start was escaping the Siberians. Who was he sleeping with in that? That was, was just, just some, some other random woman. Do you, do you remember though? He's like, we're gonna have five days of this. Ugh! Better right? keep in that, that porthole. little submarine. Open that porthole back up yeah. because it's gonna smell unhygienic. Oh no! But um, yeah. So you're. I was thinking. Okay, so he's gonna go track down how the microchips are getting away. Hmm. No, they basically already know who it is, and they're like, uh, "No, let's um, let's just go to the races and watch him race his horses." So there's this entire plot that he has the microchips and the special injector pill thing for yeah, the he's horses, doping his horses with my with uh, like, which was kind of cool. It's yeah. like it's a microchip that releases the drugs as the horse is racing rather than before, so they don't get caught. But this is a good half of the film. Yeah, is him, and not the races, like he watches a race, Yeah, but he goes to the guy's stables and they're just like walking around the stables, having dinner parties with rich people. Like the first... No, they, literally, they, they get there, they, yeah. walk, they walk around the stables, they talk about horses, they, go they to walk room. around the stables, they go to their room and argue, well, fake argue, they go to a rich dinner party. Oh, also, James Bond then the in this day, film... they go to another rich dinner party. Yes. They go to a lot of rich, boring dinner parties There's without much. There's a lot much. of uh, pink frills 
everywhere throughout this film. They love the awful. colors. They did. Now, question, because mm-hmm. I haven't watched too many of the older James Bonds. Is he meant to just tell everyone he is James Bond? I think sometimes he takes it more seriously than other times. Like, he actually tries. Because he pretty much does in, it straight in this, away. In this one, he, he's, he's very out about it. We totally missed the, the, the Paris bit with the, the rod, the fishing oh, rod. Gosh. No, 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 because uh, you're no, forgetting not... the horse bit goes on for so long. That happens in between it. What? They go to the races first. Oh, okay. In Sorry. Britain, then they travel to uh, France where he has his stables. No, no. Also, he... you forgot about the robot dog. He travels. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever. Q, Q made a robot out... dog. That's another thing. There are no gadgets in this film. Uh, James Bond. He's got the thing that opens a lock, which is just a card. Yeah. He gets a credit card out and uh, fiddles around with a lock and it opens up. Yeah. No, if we're to talk about... His greatest gadget is the fact that women seem to find him... Irresistible. Irresistible. Like, they see him and they they will just come over and be like, fuck me now. Right. It's very odd. Where it's funny because you're watching it and you think a more realistic response is they go over and go... Are you lost? Do you need do you yeah. need some help? Are you okay, old man? Have you got pills you need? Yes. No, uh well we we're taking to Paris where he's talking to a private eye. Aubergine. Huh? His name is Aubergine, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. What? It just means eggplant. That's why I thought it, man. Yeah, it's it's like a, whatever. Anyway, this movie is just so funny. Yeah, so So they start watching Not that funny. This there are little bits of funny comedy in it. So we've got we've got him talking to this guy, and of course this guy just won't tell him any fucking information. He's well, instead he doesn't watching, know anything. He's just like, oh, no, yeah, he knows got, something. They've got stables nearby, right? He tells him jack shit, and then as this weird perform, so this weird performance is this woman singing on the table or whatever on the performance, which I think is a real singer. act they're putting on. Okay. Anyway, so she yeah. she's actually singing. Okay. And she's so hot that James Bond can't take her eyes off her or something. Although it's hard to tell because I couldn't tell which way he was looking. Okay. Like, no, no, he no. He's towards... 100% okay. he's staring at her at this point. So what happens is part of the act is someone is there with a fishing rod that has like... There are all these butterflies. Fake, fl- yeah. Around. Fake, fake butterflies, butterflies off the fishing rod, right? Mm. And then out of the side, another person dressed in all black like that person comes out with her own fishing rod. She brings her own fishing rod, yeah. okay? This is very important. Smacks one of the other guys in the chest so he flies backwards unconscious. But he drops his fishing rod, which is hilarious because then it's quite clear that the butterflies go everywhere and everyone seems to notice this. Yeah. Except for James Bond, who at this point is transfixed on the woman singing. And then the woman with the butterfly or the person with the butterfly, that's the actually a killer butterfly thing, they start swiping around like crazy to the point where even the woman singing is going, oh, oh. And James Bond, strangely, this is so weird. He's still transfixed on her, even though she's afraid of the butterfly. He, like, he hasn't yeah. looked up. Everyone else is I looking everywhere. he looked everywhere. around a little bit. No, he's actually he meant to be focused on her. Mm. Anyway, then the butterfly blade goes into the person's aubergine's face, uh, neck. Yeah, and kills yeah. him instantly. She she whips it around and kills him with it. And it's funny because you see it, they zoom in it's on the butterfly and it just looks like it's this a fish hook. cheap little butterfly with like a little bit of a wire coming out of it. Yeah. Apparently it's killed him. It's just ridiculous. I don't so know, of course, how James did that Bond, kill him? Maybe they should have said poisoned or something. Why didn't they just say poison? I don't know. Instead it looks like a fish hook got him. Got him right there. James Bond uh, immediately chases after her. 
Right, and they run up... They're the, at the top of the Eiffel Tower, by the way. They run up the that. Eiffel Tower. They're already up there. They're running down the Eiffel Tower. No, they're not in it yet. Yeah, the restaurant's at the top. What? That's why... That's how she jumps off. No, they have to run up the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah, but they run onto, like, the platform at the top. They're already at the top, though. They're not at the top. There's no restaurant on the Eiffel Tower. There is in this movie. No, there isn't. They run from the restaurant to the Eiffel Tower. Uh... Why would there be a restaurant in the Eiffel Tower? Do you want to rewatch it? There's no restaurant in I the will Eiffel Tower. I will show you the movie, Jared. Ethan, there's no restaurant in the Eiffel Tower. Uh, in real life, I'm sure there isn't. In the movie, there is. No, they run from it to the Eiffel you Tower. Pause it, Jared. Pause this is just silly. No, this pause is it silly. And I'm going to show you. Okay. okay. Yeah. So After we, we went and checked, and yes, I was right. There is a restaurant in the Eiffel Tower. Two. There's two. Apparently, we looked it up. Two restaurants in the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So One in the is... scene, the, I, the the restaurant is halfway up. So I think that's what confused you because. Uh, after they get out of the restaurant, they run up the tower. I just didn't know there was an Eiffel Tower restaurant. Oh, clearly you weren't paying close I've, enough attention. I've there. never been to Paris, okay? That's well, my fault. You did watch the movie, though, didn't you? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, it turns out there is a restaurant, and they climb up it. And then, what? well, they climb up from because it This is where uh, Mayday, who's played by Grace Jones, her whole plan was to kill the guy with the butterfly... Mm-hmm. Make it so obvious that everyone would chase her. And then jump off. And then jump off because she's got a parachute attached. Yeah. And fun little fact, because there's so much goddamn trivia about this freaking movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they got that shot in one like shot. They got that scene one in one take. shot, one take, yeah, of the person jumping off. But they had planned another two stunt people to do it. Okay. But they were so disappointed that they couldn't do it that they did it anyway then against the whatever. So they, they all wanted to jump from the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, apparently at the time was a really big thing to jump from famous buildings with parachutes. I'm sure that's still a big thing. That's pretty cool. Yes, but they were so annoyed that they couldn't. Anyway, they got fired because they got in trouble for it. Oh. So yeah, hot take there, folks. <laughs> um, I would say there, there's a really funny bit as he's chasing after her. She, mm-hmm. Because she's still got this giant uh, fishing rod. She throws it at it, and he, he gets like all tangled up. It just reminded me so much of the uh, that the kung pao bit. No, not kung pao. What what's the one where it's like, oh, it's a tiny net. Ah, uh, are you talking about? I'm uh, not Excalibur. No, not kung pao. Is it kung pao? Anyway, it it was just really funny because he's got like yeah, it's a tiny kung little pao, strand of fishing line caught up on him, and he's like writhing around on the ground. Yeah, caught yeah. up in his fishing pole. That's when it, it gets a bit silly. Because he gets down then by jumping onto an elevator or some shit. That's fine. Gets down to the ground, but then he's chasing her in a car that breaks apart like three times till it's just the front of the car. Yeah. Right? Like literally just the front two wheels. You know what though? Driving it. They still made it real, so I it mean, gives them some it credit. Looks- interesting it's funny the only like big altercation they had to do to it apart from breaking apart was put a gas tank at the front of it yeah so like that's the thing we watched hobbs and shaw the other week and it sucked okay it was all fake bullshit it was so you terrible like real effects, right yeah? well the thing is though i like like i didn't realize how much better like mission impossible and john wick were until i watched hobbs and shaw which hobbs and shaw to me just felt like a movie where someone's like, oh, I can do it better, but it's totally fake. And it's like, well, it's, you didn't do it better. Anyway, that's my little rant about Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. But yeah, this movie, he 
is in the car. Then he jumps onto a boat, which is having a wedding, and he falls through the cake. Oh, and, he, and he ruins the wedding cake, and he gets arrested by the uh, caterers. And this is another thing where it's like, oh, it's really coincidental that she had planned to land onto that boat to then jump well, off onto the other guy's boat. the whole James Bond shtick is that the bad guys are like... So prepared that they do all this weird random stuff oh, that okay. works out. The main bag, like, this is the main bad guy's henchman. Like, his main henchman. But Chris the main Jones. bad guy is constantly doing everything. Yeah, he's a very hands-on bad guy. Very he's, hands-on. He's, he does, like, everything himself. He leads first. Mm. He's, a, he's a leader. He's a doer. He likes to be, you know... Charged from the front. front. Yeah. Exactly. Because in every, like nearly all the time he's doing things, so even the point at the end where he just gets rid of his henchmen and does it himself. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so moving on. Now they, for like the next thirty minutes, James Bond and this other old dude go mm-hmm. to Max Zorin's horse racing place and just sort of hang out with rich people. They also give away who they are straight away. Oh, James Bond does not play it cool. He straight up is like, "Oh, you're My Zorin." My name's Sunjun Smythe. By the way, I I notice you like. Fly fishing, yes. killing people with butterflies. And Get it? Yeah. Get it? He doesn't like tip them off. He basically he's like, "I'm on to you!" Like straight away. From that point, I think he finds course, the he, Russian. He, he comes up with a great way to distract them. Uh, when they go to his room uh, after they realize someone's been snooping around, instead of going to his room to sleep, he he goes to Grace Jones's room and is just like naked in his her bed. Just goes, "Well, it's fuck." Yeah. And it works. We also apparently did have a great scene where Grace Jones is fighting Damn it, I keep forgetting the actor's name. Christopher Walken? Christopher Walking. Not fighting, but they're like training. And Christopher Walken for some weird reason is in like traditional like I think it's meant to be like Dojo, judo. Judo stuff. It's like yeah. meant to be like a judo whatever it is. Um and then Grace Jones though is in some Monday yeah. Leotard well, being the 80s, thrown around. Man. Yeah. Gotta have fun. That's actually, let's get to his henchmen. You know, he's got three, no, he's got four henchmen in this. Uh, so he's got three women, including mm-hmm. Mayday, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Scarface dude. Yes. And then he's also got his German, even uh, he's Nazi not a henchman. Dad. He's not a henchman. Yeah, yeah, but he, he's always with him. But he's got the three women henchmen. Mm. And here's the weirdest thing with this movie. The whole way through, you're expecting James to actually fight them. He kind of fights Mayday. No. Kind, he more just chases her around. They don't really fight. That's the thing. All these things that you expect from a James because Bond film does, do don't happen. Because he can't do any of the action himself. Yeah. So it's mostly just him walking around talking to other old dudes. Yeah, exactly. There's like the, the first uh, fight where he's in, uh, that he's in when he's at Max Zorin's place, is uh, that they these guards find uh, the horse. James and this other guy down with the microchips. Hmm. And it's like, but the two guards are both also in their 60s. So it's a sort of a fair fight because they're sort of moving around trying not to hurt themselves. Clumsily yeah. pushing each other. It's it's just kind of weird. So, yeah, when we're there, we just have like half an hour at the horse place of them kind of walking around, him fucking Grace Jones or her fucking him because apparently a, he, have, she they has... They do have a horse race. Oh, no, but the dildo. Oh, yeah, apparently she uh, took a dildo with her in the... Uh, there's sex scene and she kept like moving it around to freak yeah. him out. Yeah. So that's that. Those two had a weird rivalry. Rivalry? I'm not really sure because he definitely didn't like her, but she like years later was like, oh, it's just in character. I, I thought he was great. Yeah, so I have okay. no fucking idea what was happening. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of off 
you know, off-screen stuff was happening behind... They try and kill James in the most James Bond way possible. I didn't get what they were trying to do, though. Were they trying to make it look like an accent? So they... uh, For some reason, they're still playing along with the fact that uh, James wants to buy a horse. So they take him horse riding on it. Even though they know it's him. And even though he's trying to kill him, he's still trying to win the race. Yeah. Like, he's got... his, His guys are, like, following around beating James with their riding crops. While the uh, the jumps that they're going over keep changing and moving around while he's jumping them, but at the same time Max is trying to win. I don't. I don't, wasn't sure what was. Horse jumping's dangerous. Uh, they catch him. They put him in a car with the uh, his dead butler friend. Yeah. And they just dump him in the river. Man, I love the fact your that favorite bit. Actually. At this point, we are like, fucking. That's like a it's huge like an section. Hour in, we were getting kind of bored. Because this is boring. It's just boring it's not entertaining it's not smart it's not witty it's, it's just kind frills. of boring it's just pink frills everywhere we also Antics. meet the russian girl at one point no that's until later yeah we do we meet the russian girl no no we meet the american girl no that's the russian girl still at that point pretty sure you're wrong no in he goes to lunch one of the lunch things yeah and there's a one girl of the dinner parties. there's a girl standing over the river and he goes to talk to her yeah, that's the American girl. That's a Russian girl. That's how she knows him later when they... Oh. That's a Russian girl. That's how right. they know them. Yeah. No, but he's met her before. No, but he doesn't know it's her because she was wearing a wig. Oh, and man. I don't know how the fuck she did okay, know it's... That's his... another problem. There's like three or four blonde women in this movie and Though, I had trouble telling them Apparently, apart. she's actually a character from another movie. Uh, Whatever. So anyway, um, we're moving forwards. They take him... And they make him unconscious and they push him into the river or the lake yeah, in the yeah. car with the other dead dude. And it is good that uh, he realizes it's going to get shot if he comes out of the car. So he stays down and he uh, sucks the air out of the tires, which I don't know if that would work. Well, but it wasn't bad. According to Mythbusters. It wouldn't work? I, they couldn't get it working. Ah, but, you know, they're not James Bond. so Maybe that is his gadget. Like, the car has been designed so you can suck air out of the tires. Exactly. Take that one, Mythbusters. Oh, I mean, it's... It was a good show, man. (laughs) That show gets referenced all the fucking time. Because it really is all those questions of, like, well, well, what would happen? What would happen? Can you polish a turd? Yes, Mythbusters proved they can. They need to make a TV show like that again. Like, I know there's, like, YouTube channels on that, but it's, like... for, like, 12 years. I know, but they need to bring it back. I I think it ran its course. Bring it back. Um... Moving on. (laughs) They get out of the water. I've actually gone blank on what happens next. Now he goes to... Oh, this is where Max just reveals his plot, yeah? Yes. So Max reveals his plot, and... Okay, he's in a hot air balloon blimp. He's in a blimp, and we don't know know he's he's at the blimp blimp straight away. Usually in the James Bond ones, when they reveal their big plan, it's like, it's a big occasion. That's one thing I didn't feel in this movie. I never felt excited or anything. Even when something really big was happening, I was like, eh, there's no emotion to anything. Because he reveals it. done in an interesting way. He reveals it to investors. And the way he... Like, Goldfinger does it, but when Mm -hmm. he does it, it's all theatrical and stuff. I think this and is really based cool. off Goldfinger, basically. Yeah. Bit anyway, too. the way he reveals it, he's just like, okay, so we produce the chips. And everyone's like, yes. And apparently they have but a our monopoly. competitors no, are no, no. Silicon Valley. No, 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 no. Not in producing chips. It, it doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. I thought, I thought <sighs> it's like they did stuff outside of Silicon Valley. No, it doesn't make any sense. He says, we produce the chips. Yeah. 
and now he wants to market the no, chips. They don't produce all of them. But he, but the whole thing is about marketing the chips and how he wants to own the marketing. That's when he's talking no, 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 to no, them. He wants to own the market. He wants oh, to the produce market. them and distribute them. But uh, Silicon Valley does eighty percent of America's chips. He wants to do does it. Is that why? Yeah. I didn't think that he was just wants why. To take out the competitors. Or okay. it's hard to tell because they, they, they talk about it occasionally. That Max makes more sense. psychotic, and I think he also just wants to make a big boom. That makes know? more sense, you know Close what? That makes more sense if Silicon Valley produces them, whatever. So his plan is to destroy Silicon Valley, and then he'll be the only chip supplier. Yeah, him and his cartel. Yeah, and then with this dude's like, I cannot be part of this. And this is like really crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Why would you do this? Can I say this guy's reaction was great when they're like, oh, that's great. Well, why don't you step out of the room and you can have a sandwich? And he goes, of course. And he walks out of the room and then he, <laughs> he like goes in the most obvious trap and he falls out the side of the blimp. Well, he starts and he... going down the stairs, right? I'm like, it's a one story blimp. Two story like, blimp. There's like two rooms. Had to be a two story blimp. So it's great. Anyway, he dies. I just thought it was great. The guy's reaction was like, oh, of course, I'll step out of the room. No problem. He's like, it's all cool. It's like, dude, this guy is crazy. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Anyone who does like a big meeting about a massive plan to blow up like uh, Silicon Valley, kill millions of people, blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't be like, oh, you got to make me a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, dude. Oh, and we also get to hear them say the name of the movie because as they're going out, they, they see San Francisco and Mayday goes, what a view. And then yeah, he goes, he goes to a kill. Oh, oh it's God. beautiful. He does it again later on too. Oh, uh, boy. But yeah, from this point. Feature large. In the- so one of, one of his big things with how he's going to do it, he has oil pipes that he's been building that go from. Well, he's been buying up oil companies and stuff. So he's going to pump water into all the fault lines. No, no, no. Yeah, but the way you transport oil is through oil pipes yeah, yeah, yeah that's why he's got the oil pipes that he's not actually used yet so he's going to pump water into them first to test them out but really he's just preparing it to blow it up no, no, on there he's pumping water into the faults as well yeah and it's to go into the earthquake cause lines something rather across yeah. the san andreas valley you know that's where the water comes the from lines, yeah. the fault lines and then to create a double earthquake, which will make it all look natural, but will at the same time blow up Silicon Valley. Okay. Yeah. And the Russians, by the way, come into this like three yeah, times. Yeah, so the Russians trained him, but he's gone rogue. But I think they also supplied him the chips, or he supplied them the chips. Yeah, yeah, he supplied them. Right, okay. So now we're at an oil pumping station, and James Bond is going there undercover, and he meets up with some Chinese agent? No, a Japanese agent. No, no, no he's, uh, he's American. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. That's why he wants to go to Washington. Right. So he meets up with an agent who then help him get there by a fish guy. No, a crab potter, because the crab guy has said that all the crabs are gone ever since this thing's been put in. Which didn't make any sense to me. Because what we was saw killing it? the crabs? He said they're just gone. Yeah, why? Because the, we see crabs while he's down there. They're just gone. Okay. Anyway... He gets there, but has the, a little tussle. The Russian tussle. team's already there before him. Right. And they're planting bombs and, like, recording the guy's plans. Right. Yeah. Um, so, at that point, some Russians get killed. James Bond gets out. But he James... meets up with the other Russian who survives, who exactly. is a hot chick. So, of course, he has to have sex with her. Straight away. That's when they go to the Japanese-style... What was it called? It, it's the... To the Feeling? No. no, no, no. Wasn't it the Nippon... 
hot tubs or something? Nippon like soothe tubs or hot tubs or yeah, love yeah, tubs. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they go there straight away and just straight away she's like, I like you, James. And he's like, yes, I like you. Let's put on some movie music. And then he puts on, oh, he puts on Mikowski. No, damn it. Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. And but of course he's stolen her tape. Yeah. I love the fact when she puts on, when he puts on Tchaikovsky. Like straight up, she's like, "Oh, it's so Russian!" Like yeah. get inside me. Um, so he fucks her, I think, and then she steals the tape. That's when he realizes it has something to do with the oil pipes, which he should have already known because he was investigating the oil pipes. Big thing here, we were talking about how to make this movie better. Just cut the Russians out. Cut their scenes yeah. out completely. Uh, cut out. Cut out most of the horse racing. About stuff. half of the horse racing stuff. This movie goes for like. Two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, it's so right? long. You could cut stuff out pretty easily. And then, you know what? It just cut that stuff out and you're pretty good. You've That's actually when, got uh, a the decent movie. The movie really ramps up its excitement and he goes down to City Hall to uh, talk to the local controller. Oh, God, I forgot this. Uh, yeah. This yeah. is where he meets another girl because she... Dude, I did not feel bad for her. There were a lot of really rich people complaining about not having enough money. No, complaining about, like, really petty stuff. She's like, oh, he took everything I have as she's sitting in a mansion. Well, not even that. It's like, she he controls the company, but yeah. she still has majority, like, most of the shares in it. Like, I, he's offered her $5 million, and she's like, yeah, it's worth a lot more. It's like, they're, 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 he's offering a lot more than it's worth, but it's the principle of the thing, you know? Even if I have to live in this mansion without servants. But she lives in the mansion with this freaky cat, which gives us a jump scare <laughs> for no reason at all. Okay, James Bond also follows her back from the planning place, right? And he, at this point, he just wants to talk to her. How creepy is James Bond at this point? Yeah, he doesn't knock on the front door to talk to her or anything. He creeps in and hears the shower going and immediately starts, like, creeping into the bathroom. Right. Uh, what, th- would he, what was going to happen, right, if she was in there showering. That's what I said. I think he was just going to like pull out his dick and should say, get in, old man. Yeah. Because that's apparently how he works. She's noticed and comes out with a shotgun. Right. Which... Reasonable. Reasonable. Pretty reasonable thing. And again, this room is filled with pink frills everywhere. It, it just bugged really me the whole way through. didn't like those pink frills. I didn't. It just everything looked tacky, like an 80-year-old woman had designed all the furniture. Like they'd raided some grandma's house. I remember what the colors are. all the fittings are. and stuff. It's all pink. Pastels. They're all pastels. <sighs> That's it. Anyway. Anyway, what happens then is luckily for James, because it would have been really hard to ex- uh, like situation or explain himself. Bad guys attack. Bad guys attack. He takes a I'm gun. I'm not sure why they attack. They attack because she's not taking the deal. But she doesn't take the deal afterwards and it doesn't matter. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it just needed something to prove that James isn't a pervert, I yeah. guess, which was weird because he's clearly a pervert. James starts shooting the bad guys, but... Uh, to be fair, I was like, why is why are they just getting up again? What's yeah. happening? But it turns out the gun's filled with rock salt. Which I like right. that. I actually like that. He has twist. a bit of a tussle and all the bad guys just run away. That was probably one of the more interesting parts in this movie. Yeah. And from there... From there we get this police... Uh, this, oh, this whole section oh, was pretty bad. Then he figures out what the bad guy's doing by going back to the governor's office where the governor's there then again the bad guy turns up in person shoots him and then sets the place on fire shoots the uh i think he's like the head of the uh oil commission or something the environmental guy he's not even the governor they're dealing with and anyway, he's like some low-level bureaucrat from that point on then the place is on fire there's this whole thing of them getting out and it was kind of funny it's because it's like it focuses on this homeless guy cheering them on what was that? And the homeless guy like drops his bottle and just starts clapping and going, ooh. 
I don't get why it focused so hard on the homeless guy. I don't know, because we, it cuts to him like three or four times to like st- look at him staring up at the fire. Because they, I, I think it's because they couldn't actually show like Roger Moore carrying the unconscious lady oh, yeah. out of the building. So they had to look at something else, look at the homeless guy watching Roger Moore do that. So James gets out and then the police are like, hey, you're actually the guy who killed him. And James is like, no, I'm actually 007. No, like none of it made any sense. Like, no. What, they're still putting out the fire. Like, the building's on fire. They haven't put it out. But the police have gone up, found a gun, and they automatically know it's James Bond's. They're like, yeah. is this your gun? And James Bond's just like, yes, that's the murder weapon. It's mine. Like, Dude, it was stupid, dumb. First of all. But he's like, oh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a British agent. We, you just call it in. We can clear this up. And the policeman's just like, oh, no. We're, uh, we'll take you down at the station. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Do that. Because that sounds like the best course of action, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? Well, all of this would have been over quicker if he just called his people in to tell him that he's actually the agent that he says he is. Because it, it, the American contact he had is being killed. So he doesn't just like call someone to say, I know what's happening, send the soldiers there. Right. Like he do- does in other James Bonds. So now we get like a big chase scene with the cops because James steps in a fire Not truck with the girl. Guys. There is a... 10-minute chase sequence just with random police. I'd probably five minutes. Now... It felt like it went on for a while because it just kept going. Fun fact. Roger Moore's stunt double, who was meant to be driving the uh, fire truck, was actually too short to reach the pedals. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I feel for that guy because yeah. I'm short. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Roger Moore actually drove it because he used to drive lorry cars. Carts. Cars? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, lorries, whatever. Lorries. So that is Roger Moore doing those stunts in that one. Okay. Or at least driving. Okay. I don't think he's hanging off the side, but I, I know he's driving it. So, yeah, there's some there's some credit there. Uh, yeah, they escaped the cops, which, again, totally again, pointless there's scene. there's this boring car chase with the cops for, like, no reason. I don't think I've... I don't remember that no, sort of thing in James Bond. The thing is, it comes down to this. And the whole thing is... It, all the action is boring somehow. No, this is why. This is why. Yeah. Okay. It's because we've been put in the bored mindset already by the racing and the horsing and then See, the I just walking think it's around. Not done ex- it, there's no emotion behind anything. It's all there's, just very stale. There's a bit of that, but I really think it comes down to the fact is if you can, if you get your audience in the mood of the vibe of that they're bored because you've put all those bored, boring scenes in, if then you put it in an action scene, even if it's semi-decent, it's not going to prop them out. You mm. need to get them out of that mode. And that's the problem. We've seen him snoring, fucking women, going to parties, doing jack shit for half the film. Yeah. And then they throw us this random thing where we're kind of just going, get to the fucking story already. Right. And that's why it's boring because it doesn't apply to the rest of the story. It just disappears. It finally decides to get back to the story. Right. Which uh, is kind of in... That's the thing. It's they, like... They it, head to one of the mines. It's good enough. It's yeah. good enough for a James Bond movie. They they head to one of the mines where they know there's a lot of action going on. And again, I'm like, at this point, you could just call the police. It's not like it's in some other country. There's no corrupt local government who are like controlling it. The you miners... literally just could call the police. The people working for our bad guy... Are apparently all loyal to him. No. Aren't they? No, they they aren't down with it when they realize what he's doing. He only has his henchmen are in on the plan. All yeah. these miners and oh, yeah, all the they people think they're just they they think they're just building a tunnel. But, they they um, think they're building pipelines because when the the foreman realizes he's like you can't do that, they shoot the foreman. And then everyone starts crowding around and they start shooting all those people for like a few minutes. 
Yeah, but that that's is, the thing. That is one of the. It's such a weird scene. It's so such a that, quick movie, though. It's such a quick resolve to go like, he's bad. He's got explosives and guns and is trying to blow up where you people live and kill you. Everyone there, they're not loyal, like in a Austin Powers jokey loyal sort of evil hen- like see, people. See, I thought they were because no. the guy's like, but they're loyal to you. No, dude, they straight up oh, okay. knew they they didn't know what he was planning. But um. That's I thought the, they did know. Oh, okay. No, they don't want it to explode. They don't want this to happen. That's um, why the foreman is. Yeah. That's why he starts shooting them all. So, basically, yeah. yeah he Max plants some bombs. Turns up. They've planted the bombs. Mm-hmm. He, he starts setting them all off, and all of his miners and stuff are trying to get out. And he just stands there for like three or four minutes with just Uzis. gunning them down. And it's just such a weird scene. Only honestly. with one other henchman because he sent the other three henchmen off after James. So you're expecting him to finally fight these three beautiful women or something like that, right? No, nah, they are just they all die in the they water. Just drown. Oh, except for Mayday. She she kind of makes out with him and then goes, "Oh, he's an asshole. I'll come with you." I thought he loved me. Yeah, yeah this is the boot, but uh, Mayday has been like the loyal hench person the whole way through. Well, they've all been loyal. And then all of a sudden, she just changes to suicidally on James's side. Basically, what helps you get... him get the bomb out. With the the three henchmen, you get um, Asian woman dressed in Asian traditional clothes. Yeah. You get white woman dressed in white traditional clothes, which is horse riding stuff. I can't remember what she's called. She's like slap or something. And then you get Mayday, Mayday, which is black woman dressed in black. What no, she no, dressed she in? was pretty stylish actually. The whole yeah, she was actually the. You know what? She was actually the one who was the least hype cut to like. Like the but others, do, but I've seen her in other stuff where she actually talks. Yeah, they, they don't use her much in this film. No, but do you get what I mean? Like use... the other two, it's like, oh, we need the person who is Asian, and she wears Asian traditional. Yeah, well, I didn't British, and he she wears British traditional, and it's great. And then yeah, I guess Mayday is kind of just she's got the hat thing. I don't know where that from. I don't know where that's from. I guess it's style. She's, yeah, she's, she's stylish. She's, she's stylish. But those two just die without. Yeah. They die, hundreds of the workers just get gunned down by Max and his Uzi. That is so boring. That's something Roger Moore was it's really against too. such a strange scene because it's like... He says it doesn't fit. when people die, it's like they make a big thing out of it. But in this, it's just like they were just gunned down and it's just boring. He actually didn't like this because he didn't feel that's what James Bond is about. Well, it crashes with... Like, so much of the film is, like, almost slapsticky. Mm. And then you get this... Over just a guy violence. gunning down hundreds of people. Yeah. Really weird too because our main bad guy he reminded me of a, a manga I was reading. It's the mm. exact same thing. Okay. It's a German scientist that then go to Russia because they're being taken, and then they perfect at the perfect specimen who's a psychotic evil dude. It's exactly the same. Anyway, Max and Scarface escape the tunnel to the cleverly hidden Zeppelin. They've got a uh, uh, cleverly hidden, not a Zeppelin. It's a blimp. They've blimp. Got- yeah stashed away inside of a transforming building it's like a it's a weird transformer thing also mayday gives her life for saving well, as, silicon valley so max and all his bad the, the the two guys has got left with him uh go up in the the blimp and they're like they're watching the thing at the the valley and they're like it's all about to be wiped away all of a sudden mayday comes out and she's riding a minecart, mm. which for some reason she has to hold the handbrake on the whole time. Dude, because if you've seen minecarts in movies, they always break. Yeah. I've never seen one that works. Anyway, she flies out of the mine on it with the bomb, kills her, and she dies. Yeah. Yeah, straight away. Straight away. So then pretty much the funniest scene in the whole film started for me anyway. So 
James Bond comes out of the mine. He is a bit sad about Mayday. And then he sees the uh, oil wealth woman. Oh, my God. Is like on the hill and she starts coming towards him. And all of a sudden, you see this blimp slowly start to move towards her mm. in the background. And James is like, no, look out. And again, it's just like Kung Pao when you see the, the person like the fact she running. Got... It's like, wait for me. And it just keeps running and running. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, she's running. And the blimp is slowly menacingly coming back at following her. It's uh... And then uh, our main dude grabs, our main baddie grabs her and From... pulls her into yeah, the blimp. Yeah. The blimp slides along beside her as slow as possible. And the guy leans out, grabs her and yanks her into the thing. And then you were like, what's the noise? Because it's like, it's so loud trying to take off. With oh the my God, person. it is so loud. Now, that scene is so hilarious of like, uh, what's that movie Blimp called? Blimp The movie with aliens. Aliens. Alien. No, you know where she's running? But she runs in a straight line and the thing crushes her. Oh, Prometheus. Prometheus. So Prometheus is famous for um, the main blonde chick running and she runs in a straight line as this thing rolls over her, <laughs> right? Prometheus is really famous for it. This is now, worse. I think this is worse. It's funnier. That's for sure. I think it's worse to she, be like... Because the, the, the blimp moves at like... A few... Two miles an hour almost. I think it must be the slowest way to get around It is worse... For someone to run in a straight line and get abducted by a blimp, yeah. right? That's the she worst. She literally had to move like a foot. To she left. literally had to like duck. Yeah. That's worse. It's pretty bad. Anyway, he it's throws a... Funny. Does he throw a rope onto it or catch a rope? No, it's got ropes hanging off all over okay. the place. He manages to climb up onto it. So they see the Golden Gate Bridge, of course. They say, what's the best spot to kill him on? Not anywhere else on uh, the Golden Gate they, Bridge. At no point do they go, he's holding onto ropes that are attached to the blimp. Dude, there we should are... get rid of him before we try and knock him off on something. I know this is a movie thing, and yes, it's all coincidence, but I just thought, I was like, really? The one spot you're going to try and knock him off is the only spot with, like, a port. And it, like, like there's all these other areas with just ropes, and it's like, he will die. Yeah. Like, but no, they had to pick the one spot where it's like, it's got a, a like, a structure beam. Oh, like a runway. That there's, can, like, like, a beam, a runway, everything yeah. for him. I'm like, you, out of the whole bridge, there's only, like, a few of these areas. And you chose that Just to try and hit him the into the side of a building, but no, they they slowly because the thing's no, so slow, it, they yeah. sidle up to the bridge, and then he, he wraps hops it. off, makes a giant knot, and then just starts climbing up it, and it's like, yeah, the blimp's stuck. And at barely any of the points is the rope actually taunt, but somehow it's also like pulled against it really hard. Because the blimp is so weak, right? Yeah. It's not meant to lift that much. I don't know. It can't even lift the weight of the rope. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, so of course now they're stuck on the bridge and they come out to fight James. Yeah, Max comes out to kill James. They have a little bit of a tussle. James eventually Max wins. Falls out and then the evil oh, Nazi. Oh, where he looks, at, he looks at the evil Nazi and goes, Papa, or something like that. And then he falls off. Yeah. And then so stupid. The evil Nazi is like, ah, and he grabs a, a just dynamite. Well, first had. he starts shooting, but thankfully none of the bad guys can hit shit. No, they can't hit shit. Uh, he grabs a, a stick of dynamite just as James like unhooks the blimp so it flies mm -hmm. back and the whole blimp blows up. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Look, th that's the thing. There are entertaining moments. And then moments. we get inconsiderate James Bond because it cuts to like Money Penny and all of them like crying about how oh they can't find James and it's like, oh, he's presumed dead. And then it cuts back to him. Oh, because Q's, sex. Q's sent Q's in. Q's found him because Q's 
the robot dog. Little robot dog. Who's perving on James. And okay, this bugged me, right? Uh-huh. So the bedroom that they're mm-hmm. in is on the second floor, up yep. the stairs, right? Yep. How did the robot dog, which only has wheels, get up there? Because they probably had some like How did it get up the floor? They had stairs, like Jared? disabled access or something. Okay. They had like okay. a ramp. Anyway, Q just sort of sits there watching them have sex because that's what Q does. Or maybe the the blonde chick who was the dumb one who got abducted beforehand saw this dog and actually thought it was a real dog trying to get the stairs. No, and but we like, see it come into the house. Ah. Uh, yeah. Gonna say she was like, oh, doggy, and picked it up. Yeah. That's something she would do. So yeah, with Money Penny, that's the last film for that actress. She was actually playing Money Penny from like the start, I believe. And she was too old at that point. So they were like, no, you she's, can't play Money Penny anymore. What? She's age appropriate. For James Bond at that point, for the secretary? if it had ended right with the two with him just going, you know what, let's go out on a date, and it's like that's how their characters end. He quits the no, next day because no. he's obviously too he can't old. tap anything over the age of twenty five. Okay, is he's like Leonardo DiCaprio? Okay. Oh yeah, he's got that thing right with the. So if you <laughs> want to get make it a little bit sad about there was like a lot of real sad trivia about Money Penny's character. Yeah. Yeah, it's She's... just all sad. So she was in like all those movies. And she only had, I think, like 200 words. Yeah. And then it's and like, like... 90% of them are like, James, why don't you sleep with me? Yeah. And then it's like, she wanted to be M, but they were like, no, no, no. A woman can't be M. Though like 10 years later, a woman's M. It's just like... Yeah. Uh, awkward. Oh, well. Though, you know, if you want, just keep her as a hot secretary all the time. There we go, done. It's yeah. a James Bond film. What did you think of this film overall? It's boring. There's way better James Bond films. There are better, worse movies. I think this is definitely the worst James Bond I've seen, but it's not even entertaining enough, really. It's not too bad. If someone says that they really enjoyed this movie or they like it, I can believe that. If I were you, I would look up the YouTube and just try and find either the butterfly scene or the Zeppelin abduction scene. Yeah. there's a sure there's somewhere That's the thing. There's a few solid scenes in the movie. The, The real part where it falls apart is that the actors are too old. So they know that, so they kind of just put them on a, on a boring story. And 80% of the story is just dull, going to parties at rich people's places. Yeah. Or uh, going through paperwork. I would yeah. say not to watch this movie. I think there's far better James it's Bond a movies. It's too boring, I guess. Yeah, there are far better James Bond movies that are just more entertaining. Yeah. Or there's just far better movies, or there's just far better bad movies. It's a movie that doesn't really hit it off. Anywhere for me in those Maybe three categories. Maybe if you're a big James Bond fan. Maybe a big James Bond fan, yeah. And it, yeah, like as I said, if you really enjoyed it, that's fine. It makes sense, really. I get yeah. it. I can understand I how someone some people did enjoy, enjoy it. it. I, I think in, uh, when I looked up on Wikipedia, it's like one of the um, uh, critics who actually liked it was just a big blimp fan. So oh, he was okay. like, yeah, it was pretty good. That's a bit of a fucking low bar. <laughs> yeah, what if it has a blimp in it? That's, that's a, a like a, that's a pass star, at least. Yeah, that's I like, like that. me if they kill a child in a movie. Jeez. No, if they kill a child in a movie, I'm giving them a point. Mm, okay, and I don't mean it as on off-screen bullshit. You hate children. Nah, because they just never do it. It takes guts. Okay. Anyway, that was a view to a kill. If you enjoyed it, that's great. Share it around. Share this podcast around. It'll be awesome for us. We hope you enjoyed it. We had an entertaining time. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you later on another podcast. Thanks for listening to The End of the Reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good, bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast.
Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye.